Today's episode of LIW Fear the Walking Dead Reviews brought to you by slowly talking into a microphone home alone because you're sad and you have nothing to do with your life and you're going nowhere and you're going to die anyway. LIW The Walking Dead and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Hello, citizens. Welcome to LAW Fear the Walking Dead Review, episode 61. I'm going to talk like I'm on NPR. Today's episode is 214, Wrath of Fear the Walking Dead. This one begins with Ophelia. She looks different than before, so we care about her more. That's how the show thinks we think. But we know better than that, don't we, folks? Don't we, citizens? That's right. Anyway, this fucking bitch is like, no, I'm kidding. She's, uh, Ophelia looks different. She's all, she looks all grizzled and hardcore. And if you go to the IMDb page, it's just pictures of her looking grizzled and hardcore. That's all it is. Um, but she's, she's driving on her own. She left the fucking hotel for some goddamn reason. She kills a bunch of zombies in her truck. And then she's, cause it stalls. And then she's at the border and you realize, oh, she's going to, to America. She's going to the land of the free. God damn it. That's right. Um, then we see Nick, he steals some oxy out of the, he, he like sneaks in like, like tiptoes, like a fucking cartoon from the fifties. Like he sneaks in there and is like stealing oxy out of the cabinet. He's like, I'm going to go on the way out. And I was like, oh my God, dude, just go in there and take it. Nobody's going to stop you. They're all fucking sick. They're, they're people in hospital beds. What are they going to do? So. And he, he leaves. You don't know where he's going. You, you can kind of assume if he's taking the oxy. I think, I think, I can't tell if the show really wants you to wonder if he's still a drug addict. And I could not be, that cannot be further from my mind at this point. He's proven himself. You know what I mean? He's not, he doesn't show any signs of uh, going back. I, I don't know why they're, why they're doing this. Because you know where he's going at this point. So Madison is sitting in a chair and then you realize she's just staring at goddamn Travis sleeping on the couch. Instead of a bed, which they clearly fucking have. And she, he's just like, what the fuck? How long have you been staring at me? She's like, just a couple hours. And he's like, what? Obviously, he's weirded out. And he's like, goddamn, why? Why are you staring at me? It's fucking weird. Don't stare at people when they sleep, people. I don't, I don't know why I have to say that out loud. I can't believe I have to say that statement. Don't stare at people while they're sleeping. That's what psychopaths do. That's what little kids do. That's what your goddamn cat does. And your cat wants to kill you. I firmly believe that. So, um, Nick obviously goes to the marketplace, and Marco tells him that he doesn't need the oxy because he's taking Colonia instead. And he's like, I'm going to fucking take his place, bro. Don't worry. And then he's like, he shows him Francisco and his family, and they're all shot in the head, and they're all dead. Even the little girl, for some reason, they shot in the head. I was like, oh, we finally have a villain. It's very exciting for the show because it doesn't really have anything yet. I mean, they're building Chris up, but... Ah, coffee. So... And I was like, oh, we finally have someone to, to fear, you know? It's, it's been a while. Actually, it hasn't happened yet. So Brandon and uh, his bro, I guess his name is Derek, I just found out. They're annoying everybody. They're, they're in the hotel now. They're in the garage with everybody else that's, that's supposed to be there. I don't know if they're, like, vetting people before they let them in to the actual hotel, if they're, they're all there. It's kind of like a little refugee camp. They're, I think they're just kind of waiting it out and see what happens. They're playing it by ear. There's no real plan involved, but the people are getting really restless, and they're just like, what are you going to do with us? And it's like, 
motherfucker, you can go back out there if you want. Or since you're in our building, you can listen to our rules, which aren't even that bad. They're not like forcing you, they're like doing forced fellatio or something. They're not like raping you or anything. This is like, hey, chill here. Oh, okay, it's safe in here. There's no zombies? Okay, yeah, sweet. I'll do that. That's as far as this needs to go. You don't need to be like outraged and, and uh, you owe me you owe me water and food. And I understand that they should give him that, but you, you asked to come in. And then you demanded things. That's, that's that's like that's just being a bad guest, really. If you go into someone's house, if they invite, even if they invite you in, you you, you start asking for shit. They're just gonna be like, "Well, get the fuck out of here!" Like, what are you talking about, you psycho? I keep saying psycho, but I'm I'm that was a misuse there, and I apologize to real psychopaths. Okay, it's like this is it's very rude. That's all I'm saying. So they're annoying everybody. This these two bros that were with Chris. Um, Brandon's shoulders dislocated, and then they they talk, and then you realize Madison asks them some questions, and she realizes that the driver they say the driver's dead, and it's kind of hinting that it's Chris. And then the, they talk about how they're stuck they're, they're stuck with all these border bandits, and I'm like, you're in Mexico, you're in their country, you're actually the border bandit here, you stupid fuck. Oh my god. They make you hate these kids really well. I'll give them that. Then, they, you know, they, they start hinting that their driver was Chris, and he's, he's dead. And that's as far as they go with that. So Madison tells Victor about it, and they decide that if Travis finds out, it'll fucking ruin him because he's a weak-willed motherfucker. He's a severe pussy, and I kind of agree with him that it would ruin him. And then they cut back to Nick telling Alejandro that they have they all have to leave, you know, they got to get out of there. And Alejandro's like, no. And then the guy in the hospital bed dies and then jumps up and bites Alejandro in the arm and then tackles Nick off this railing. And it's this unnecessarily large railing or high up in the air for a hospital. I don't think it's supposed to be a hospital. I'll, I'll grant him that. But, oh, my God, that is so unsafe. He bites the – then the zombie gets up and bites the nose off this guy and the finger off the nurse. He doesn't finger the nurse. He bites the finger off the nurse. Excuse me. I spoke a little too quickly. It would be weird if the zombie just pinned the nurse down and started fingering her. I realize that's disgusting, but that's kind of what it made it sound like. And um, I'm interested if there's some zombie porn out there where that happens. Um, I want to say send it my way, but also I actually don't want you to send it my way. You know what? Think about it if you want to send it my way or not. I'll, I'll be here. So uh, speaking of fingering, though, the zombie, Nick tackles the zombie on the bed, and then he just, like, fingers in his eyes, thumbs in his fucking eyeballs to death. To death. Which means he got past the eyes, which are nothing, and then just got into the brain and was like, ooh, I'm messing with the brain. I guess enough to kill it. I guess that kills a zombie when you put some tiny little thumbs in it. I don't know how much of a brain you have to destroy to ruin a zombie, but I guess it's just a couple thumbs in there. Your thumb isn't that big. Really not. And plus, you got to account for the eye socket. So you're not getting that much in there. You're getting like, I don't know, maybe two inches. I guess that's enough. Uh, whatever. Okay. I'm not going to say they're lying. I'm, I'm, I'll trust them. I'm sure they did the research. I'm sure they took some people, some like weird political dissidents from overseas and just fingered in their eyes and see if they died or not. I don't know. Maybe they got some CAA files where they found that out already. I don't know. Fucking gross, though. I'll say that. I will say that, sir or ma'am. So Ophelia finds a hole in the fence, and this is a really cool shot that I like. Where she's like, oh, finally, the border, I get the cross. And then they show her the Mexican side of the border, and it's all like this vast desert. And then she's like, oh, here we go. 
crawls under the hole, gets on the other side, and then you realize, oh, vast open desert on the American side too, because that's just what it is. That's all it is there. And you think it, she think I think she thinks, and we think it's going to be like amazing because we think so highly of our goddamn country that it's like, oh, I'm in America now. And everything's great and built up, and ah, oh, fuck. It's just miles and miles of vast, empty desert. Shit. So Madison takes Brandon and Derek out. The crowd starts to, I don't want to say riot, but it's like a semi, semi-riot, semi like a slow-motion riot, where they, like, what do they get to leave? Ah, you owe us. I'm like, motherfucker, sit down. They follow. They're basically, they're grabbing these kids and they're taking them out of there. They're getting them out of there before they tell Travis what happened. And then the whole fucking crowd follows them out. Like, come on, no! What are you doing? Yeah. We're yelling everything. It doesn't make sense for us to yell and be angry. <coughs> so they are about to throw them out. Um, Travis sees this from up upstairs, and just because the crowd is loud as shit, they had to find a reason for them for Travis to see it. And that's, that was the reason that was the way they come up with the solve this problem is the crowd super loud. So Travis heard it, whatever Travis runs down there. They cut back to Alejandro and he's revealing that he wasn't bitten by a zombie. He's telling Luciana, he's like, I wasn't bitten by a zombie, but I was still, I was bit by that kid from the story, the junkie. Um, that's why he never turned. It turns out he's not a fucking superhero. Holy shit. What a surprise. And Luciana's like, okay, I still won't leave. She is so stubborn, it's going to get all of them killed. And if that's the decision they want to make, you know what? I say fucking go for it. Have fun. Enjoy your short life. When when you defend your land to the death and literally all of you die, what was the point of the land at that point? You know what I mean? It's not like... We have to leave some of these people behind. I won't let them die. That's very different. That is uh, defending people. This is literally defending a town that you can just go make another one because there's just so much land because nobody owns anything anymore. Real estate is um, at a premium right now. You, you can just go grab something. Go, go literally tear down a house and make that into a fence around a fucking a little subdivision. doesn't matter. Do whatever you want. Nobody owns anything. There's... Taxes don't fucking matter. You're not going to have to pay taxes. Make it as big as you want. It doesn't fucking matter. You know what I mean? I, I just don't understand why they. She, she's like so staunchly defending this place that can easily be taken over. I don't know. I don't understand. Again, maybe it's the... I don't, don't want to say machismo, but it's like this weird, no, we're not leaving. I just, I just, you're going to die. This is it. Just basically saying, you might as well say, I want to die. That would be easier for me to swallow. I'll go, oh, okay, that's your decision then. Because when you say, I won't leave, and you're like, you're 100% going to die, and they're like, well, I'm not leaving. It's just like, so you want to, what do you want? What do you want out of this? What's your fucking plan? What's your battle strategy? I don't understand. So Travis takes this guy. I'm sorry. No, first, someone, Ophelia's walking around. Someone shoots at her, and then she runs and hides under this tree. He walks up and takes her. And it's just it's one of these old guys. I recognize the actor, but I can't think of who, he, who he's right now. He's, he's one of the. He looks like Robert. Um, it's like who killed his wife, or they think he's killed his wife. The actor, he's in the David Lynch movie, The Lost Highway. Um, oh my God, I can't think of something. Robert Blake. Yes, he's he's one of the, he looks like him, but he's one of these 
you can tell he's just one of those border guys. Like he's like Sheriff Joe Arpaio from here in, in Arizona. He's just one of these uh, border patrol guys that is just really waiting for shit like this to happen. And he's like, I won't let any Mexican zombies into my country. No, ma'am. No, sir. That's not happening. No, no, no spick zombies. That's not happening on my watch. Okay. You can tell he's just so fucking excited for this shit to go down. He's just, he is in heaven. He's like, I get to kill people and nobody will stop me. I get to be a horrible piece of shit rape, rapist. Wow. Racist. Maybe rapist. I don't know. I don't want to, I don't want to pin that on him. I haven't seen him doing it. I haven't really seen him be racist. You can just tell he is. But to be fair, um, but he's just like super excited. It reminded me of the, the David Cross bit in his stand up where he talks about um, Mississippi having segregated graveyards and how they don't want. He's like, what color were you? He's like, I was black. He's like, fuck you, nigger. We don't want you. And it's like, we're zombies. It doesn't matter. We're skeletons. It doesn't matter. He's like, fuck you. Get away. And it's like nonsense. It doesn't make any sense. Like, who gives a shit about the border at this point? That's a government thing. There are no governments anymore. The border is literally, in this case, just a fence. And when there's no fences, it's, it's nothing. So it's, it's, just, it's already imaginary in our world now. But it's even more imaginary then. Because the zombies don't give a shit what side of the fucking border they're on. They're not going to go, I want to kill... Wait. Oh, I'm sorry. I didn't realize I was on this side of the border. I mean, oh, I'm sorry. Um, I'm going to go ahead and head back over there and look for some Mexican guys to eat. I'm sorry. It's, seriously, sir. Very sorry. I almost ate you in your country. I'm an invader. I don't want to be an illegal zombie alien. I will go back to my country. I'm very sorry, sir. Sorry. And that would be in Spanish, obviously, but I don't speak Spanish. So, you know, you use your imagination or Google Translate. I don't care what you get, You got to do. So Travis takes these the two guys because he finds them into this weird little patio room. It's like, I, it's like a sunroom, I guess. People in Arizona call them Arizona rooms. I didn't realize that until I moved here. It's is weird to me because they have them in every state. And it's just very strange. They say, um, they basically tell him that Chris drove them into a tree and then he broke his neck going through the glass. And I was like, bullshit. What really happened to him? He's alive. Come on. And then Derek says they pulled him out of the car and buried him by a tree. And Travis is like, wait, did you pull him from the tree or was he th- pulling from the car or was he thrown from the car which one was it and he's like he was thrown from the car and he realizes their story's not adding up and they didn't really think this through and i, I love this entire scene this, this scene is awesome it really they, they fucking killed it with this scene knocked it out of the fucking park and because he starts to you know go rampage on him he does this thing where he accidentally hits the door on oscar's head i didn't quite see what happened there but i get it comes up later in the next episode so i'm just gonna throw that out there now I didn't want to go back and rewatch it because I didn't want to. Just going to say it. I didn't want to. So they, I love this because the entire time they think Travis is weak. They think they're weaker than them. They think Travis is weaker than them is what I'm trying to say. But really it's because Travis has a thing called self-control and a thing called willpower. And those are the same thing. But a thing called not being a fucking psychopath. So they think he's weaker than them because he's not willing to do it. It's just because he didn't have a reason. So now he has a reason because he realizes what kind of he's realizing what happened here, and he starts to beat him. Starts to really beat him. Um, when he starts beating the shit out of them, and you're like, "Oh, he's just he is way stronger than them both combined." He just didn't want to use it. They're realizing what like being a, an actual man is. It's not about brute strength. It's about 
restraint. And then having brute strength, but restraining yourself until you need to use it. They're just like, he's not beating us now, so he's weak. Like, no, he's just not a psycho. So the truth is revealed that Chris survived the crash, and they show him. And he's crawling. His leg's broken. It's like the bone's coming out through the skin. And uh, they walk up to him, and they fucking shoot him. And there's this awesome shot of him in the road, and the camera's panning back. It's like on a crane or some sort of, yeah, it must have been on a crane, right? But it's this really awesome shot. It really is. The crash is awesome. They're on this small little road. There's palm trees along the side of it. It's fucking cool looking. I love this shot, but I hate that it happened because it's bad for the show in my mind. I, I was really hoping for Chris to become the villain of the show way down the road. And it's possible that this was all made up. That really Chris went psycho on them. And they realized, I don't want to fuck with this kid. Maybe that happened, but I fucking doubt it. And it really pisses me off. Because I was really, really looking forward to this happening, where Chris just came back later as a monster, like the governor or Negan in the in the original show. I'm just saying, why set any of this up to kill the character off screen? I mean, they show his death, but it happened off screen originally. So what the fuck's the point of that? We're not. What are we doing here? I, it really bothered me, and I wish they would have done better with it. Anyway, this is my personal preference. The Travis obviously doesn't like that. They did that, so he beats them. He just plain out beats them, beats the shit out of them. And I think this is when he hits Oscar's head with the door. He throws Derek through a glass door to death, I guess. He just, like, beats him and then throws him through a glass door, and, and Derek doesn't move anymore. And I'm like, that that killed him? That thin, like, patio door, like, French door just killed the motherfucker? Like, why'd he die? I don't understand. He has a weak-ass skull. Dude's got a weak skull. How do you survive that car crash? It's beyond me. So And then he just stomps in Brandon's head, and it's an awesome fucking shot. Then he, like, backs up against the the, the wall next to that do- next to the, the French doors and then leans down, and then the camera zooms in on him, and it's it's badass. I love that whole fucking scene. I love the whole ending, except for the Chris thing. But it was really good. I, I'm really excited about this episode. It really sets up a lot for Travis. Travis has, so far, has been a weak character. He has He's barely been on the show. When he is in the show, he doesn't seem to be aware of the world he's living in, and he seems to be just in denial about what's really happening with his son. So all of this shit comes crashing down on him. He's got a guilt from yelling, God damn you, Chris, in the last episode. That being the last thing Chris ever heard from him. And then his son dying, and the kids are there, so he gets that out of his system. And it's just like, yep, he deserved to do... They deserved what happened to them, and I'm fine with it, but... You're kind of realizing, oh, shit, Madison set up in the last episode that if you do violence, you're out of there. This isn't going to go well. We'll see how that goes. I already know how it goes. It doesn't go well. I'm just going to spoil that for you. If you're, if that spoils it for you, you're you're an idiot. That was weak. That was a weak to call you an idiot. I'm sorry. So, guys, check out, sorry for yelling, check out the uh, Satchel podcast player on whatever the fuck phone you have in your pocket. Hopefully it's not the one that, you know, burns a hole in your pocket, literally. It's not like money where it burns a hole. It, it literally sets you aflame. I don't want I don't want that. I don't want you to, like, um, immolate yourself with your, just because you have a cell phone. So, but download po- Satchel podcast player if when your phone's cooled down and listen to the shows, our, our shows, Lord of Wonderland, and you can actually donate to us, and I would appreciate that. I'm going to donate just thinking about it. You know what I mean? Yeah. Anyway, guys, 
check out youtube.com slash Wonderland. Subscribe on our YouTube page, Americant, Shitty Movie Showdown, Nick Cagecast, and coming soon, Hack to Hack from the Future. Excuse me. It's going to be awesome. It's going to be a good show. And LIWstudios.com for all the shows. If you want to see all 10 shows or whatever we got on there, however many we have, 10, I think, something like that. Anyway, until next time, and in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. So long, citizens of the zombie apocalypse or whatever. <laughs>